Hello listeners and welcome to Between the Leaves. I'm Ellen Van Nirvan, writer and editor, and I'm here with Hermina Burns, poet and educator. In each episode of Between the Leaves, we will read a range of poems written by women and the gender diverse, including original works by Ellen and me. Each poem connects to a central theme. Today's theme is violence. If this episode raises any issues for you, help is available. Contact 1800RESPECT or Lifeline on 13 11 14 or see our show notes for a full list of support services. Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge First Nations Elders past, present and emerging as the traditional owners of the country we are speaking on and the first poets of this land. The poem I'm going to read to you is from a long sequence called Requiem, and it's by the Russian poet Anna Akhmatova. In those years, only the dead smiled, glad to be at rest. And Leningrad City swayed like a needless appendix to its prisons. It was then that the railway yards were asylums of the mad. Short were the locomotive's farewell songs. Stars of death stood above us, and innocent Russia writhed under blood-stained boots and under the tyres of the Black Mariahs. Mm. What's Anna's backstory, Hermina? She was... A very feisty woman born in St. Petersburg, as it was then, before the Russian Revolution. And she lived through not only that revolution, but then the regimes that came after, mostly out of favour with the regimes and condemned by them. Her son Lev and her partner Nikolai Poonin spent years in gulags and Her partner, Nikolai, died in a labour camp. Mm. And during most of those years, she couldn't write her poems down for fear of imprisonment. Mm. And instead, her friends memorised the verses and they were smuggled out to the West through people's memories. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. That's amazing. She was a beloved Russian poet because... Many of the Russian dissidents left to go to America or England, but she stayed in Russia through it all, and Mm. the Russian people loved her for it. And when she was writing Requiem, there was a woman, they were in lines at the prison, mostly women, to hear news of their sons or their partners, and one of the women recognised her and said, Anna, Can you write about this? Mm. And it was because she felt speechless and unable. And Anurak Martavis said, I can write about it. (laughs) 
The next poem is by Franny Choi. It's called To the Man Who Shouted, I Like Pork Fried Rice at Me on the Street. You want to eat me out, right? What does it taste like? You want to eat me right out of these jeans and into something a little cheaper, more digestible, more bite-sized, more thank you, come, I am greasy for you, I slick my hair with MSG every morning, I'm bad for you, got some red light district between your teeth. What does it taste like, a takeout box between my legs? Plastic bag lady, flimsy white fork to snap in half, dispose of me. Tastes like dried squid, lips puffy with salt, lips brimming with foreign so call me pork. Curly-tailed obscenity, been playing in the mud, dirty meat, worms in your stomach. Give you a fever, dead meat, butchered girl, chopped up and cradled in styrofoam you candid cannibal you want me bite-sized no eyes clogging your throat but i've been watching from the slaughterhouse ever since you named me edible tossed in a cookie at the end lucky man go and take what's yours name yourself archaeologist but Listen carefully to the squelches in your teeth and hear my sow squeal. Scream murder between molars. Watch salt awaken. Rife synapse. Watch me kick back to life. Watch me tentacles and teeth. Watch me resurrected electric. What does it taste like? Revenge. Squirming alive in your mouth. Strangling you quiet from the inside out. What can you tell us about the author, Ellen? Franny Choi is Korean-American. She's a queer writer and poet born in 1989 um, who has a really sort of, yeah, interesting body of work about social activism and equality. I really like your next poem. I remember when we chose it together over a Zoom sesh. Yeah, for me, it really tells a story. Do you want to introduce it? It's called The Stick, and it's from a collection called Crossing a Line. And it's not about violence that humans do to each other, but about the violence that we do to the natural world we live in, even if we don't intend it. Uh, So here it is, the stick. A big bird, the emu, as my brother found, stopped by an old man, white-haired, in a ute on the Tibiburra Road near Cameron's Corner, who cried, I've maimed an emu. Can you kill it? Who asks such a thing? The bird askew. My brother, his wife, horror-struck in the camper van, looked for a killing stick, reliable, 
stout, able to be swung repeatedly. Who asks, can you kill it? Who has killed it? Car, old man, our brother, the road, the day, you, me. Blood on the road, that emu, a big bird. Mm, I was just shaking my head throughout that poem, just feeling really, yeah, sick at the stomach about the thought of, you know, killing this emu in that particular way. Um, this seems like it's come from a real-life incident. Uh, how, what, what's the story and how long ago was it? My sister-in-law, after my brother died last year, told me this anecdote. I don't know how it came up. And she knew I was writing the collection called Crossing a Line. And I think the work that I was doing in looking at our relationship with this country made her think about that moment, perhaps. And so it came... It just came out as a story. And then somehow, as these things do, and you would know this, Ellen, they just turn into a a poem and it becomes a way of kind of interrogating what, what we're doing because I think, you know, as Australians, we've been really influenced by the romantic ideal of nature and humans in the wilderness at the same time as... We're constantly destroying that wilderness. And I think that poem is, for me, about... It has to do with that. The next poem is called The Actual Places by Antigonia Kafala. The actual places of these terrible events... These calamities, the killings, the blood, the actual places, ground sacred for a thousand years, subdued now, silent and mysterious. A few modest hills, some trees, silver green flickering in the light. Mm. Can you tell us why you chose the poem and a bit about the author, Ellen? Yeah, I really like Antigone Kafala's work. Um, I see her as a really important migrant poet who was born in 1935 and is of Greek-Romanian heritage and lives in Sydney. And for me, she has written such a body of work about the migrant experience in contemporary Australia and, you know, really talks about, writes these poems, like this poem called The Actual Places, writes about violence and what has happened in a place with, um, I'm not going to say subtlety because I think that's not the right word, but it's um, it's really kind of atmospheric, uh, but not necessarily specific. So I feel like you, the reader can insert their own meaning into the words.
The next poem is taking us back to the end of the 19th century and it's about violence against women. It's called Puppets. Why bring him here? To this foul lane where husbands know beer and wives know pain. There's nothing to learn from a puppeteer's knack. Who drink half they earn know how to thwack. Old as oak, punch, beating his mate and, heartbreaking note, quite up to date. When I chose that poem, it was what struck me was the way this is poems written at the end of the 19th century, not the 20th or anything, the 19th century. And she's talking about domestic brutality, domestic violence. And here we are in the early 21st century, and still that's a major issue. Mm-hmm. And who wrote this poem? Um, A woman called Mary Fullerton, who was born in 1868. So she was a poet and an early feminist, a member of the Victorian Socialist Party and the Women's Political Association. She was a suffragette too. And if you look her up on Wikipedia, the entry says quite quaintly, she lived the last 20 years of her life in England with a female companion, and so it's um, you can tell that she was a woman who was wanting to live her life authentically, openly, and who was interested in change and greater freedoms for women and also greater freedoms for love and absolutely against violence. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, like you said, it has a very sort of contemporary quality. Uh, For me, I was just like, wow, her work really um, lives on, doesn't it? Mm. And you can hear her voice and the urgency and the inquiry. The next poem we're going to hear, the last one today, is a poem by you, Ellen. That's right, yes. Um, It's... It's a short poem, but it really um, says a lot. And it's sort of a poem that it's called Women Are Still Not Being Heard. And I I dedicated it to Miss Do. Can you tell us about who she is? Miss Do is a 22-year-old woman, Yamaji woman, who was imprisoned because of an unpaid fine. And she, she had um, she alerted the authorities to her, you know, pain in custody, but her she was dismissed and ignored, and and later she she died um, in her cell, um, and this was in two thousand and fourteen, and the cause of death was found to be an untreated um, infected rib injury, which was caused by her partner's violence, which is uh, why she called the police, but then she was ended up 
herself in a jail cell because of this unpaid fine. Um, so a really combination of this intimate partner violence and police negligence caused her death. Uh, and really, it's just such a sad story, but unfortunately not a unique one, you know. Western Australia had this rule that you could be locked up for unpaid fines and as many as 100 Aboriginal women were imprisoned just for, you know, these unpaid parking fines. But very recently, through a lot of activism, this legislation has gone through and, um, yeah, finally this we know that um, women will not be locked up for unpaid fines and we know that this legislation would have actually saved Miss Dew's life. Uh, but it really is about a lot of other women and uh, really just feeling, you know, just that that pain, I guess. And really every time I read it, I, I feel, feel that pain. Um, so, yeah, women are still not being heard. Women are still not being heard. Our bodies ignored. Crimes against us approved. Sister spoke up. It took her life. In custody, without custodianship, children taken and land, weeping and lonely. No more women unheard behind the wall. No more women dead over unpaid fines. No more women dead by men. It must end. You've been listening to Between the Leaves podcast, proudly brought to you by the Victorian Women's Trust. If today's topic has raised any issues for you, help is available. Contact 1800RESPECT or see our show notes for a full list of support services. For more information about this podcast, visit betweentheleaves.com.au and follow at Between the Leaves Pod on Instagram. You can also find out more about the Victorian Women's Trust via their website, vwt.org.au, or follow them on social media at Vic Women's Trust. All of the poems you have heard today were handpicked by your hosts. Hermina Burns and me, Ellen Van Nieven. Our co-producers are Mary Crooks, Maria Shakuti, and Ali Oliver Perham. Between the Leaves was recorded at the Voice Plant in Brisbane, Squeaky Clean Studios in Melbourne, and mixed by Nicholas Pollock. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>